AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at avalonwaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. What's up? I'm Kiana Day. My album Grudges is coming out on June 16th, and I'm here at the Boule Kev podcast. Boule Kev show. Special guest in here from Phoenix, Arizona. Kiana Lede. Ah! Hey. Hey, well, first of all, it's nice to finally like get up with you. I've been talking to David. I'm like, bro, you guys got this girl. She's from my hometown. She's like the only person popping. We got to talk. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. So, what uh, part of Phoenix are you from? Seventh and Baseline. Seventh? Oh, so you're from the South Side. Mm hmm. I like my best friend lived on 24th Street and Baseline when I was a kid. So, I spent my whole childhood hanging out in the cul de sac on the South Side. What a great place. And then I think like, yeah, because like South Mountain Community College is right there. Mm-hmm. 7th and Baseline. It's yeah. changed, right? Oh, my God. There's when like a Target back, and all kinds of shit over there. There is a white man living in the house I grew up in. I was so confused. For people who don't know, the south side of Phoenix was kind of like the African-American side of town. Yes. Right? Yes. But and now Mexican, yes. It's like it. a very, you know. Different. There's it's a, different. There, it's, there was a Target which was like, okay, cool with that. Right. Awesome. And then now there was like a Whole Foods and shit. When I went back, yeah. I was so confused. And then everybody and then moved to Levine. Like they bought houses in Levine. Yeah. They were like, the yo, we houses. could get a house for $110,000 in this suburb on the south side? Yeah. yeah. So crazy. But still goes down over there. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, so when did you make the move to Los Angeles to pursue your hopes and dreams? I was young. I was 16. I moved on my own with my 18-year-old best friend. Wow. So yeah. did you finish school? No. I technically did. So technically I had a GED. Okay. And I graduated. Do so you have a GED and a diploma? Yes. That's and special. I was on the field for the <laughs> and I was on the field with my with the classmates class? from the high school that I went to before I dropped out when I was going to online school. I've never met anybody with both. Yeah. 
It's pretty. Uh, that's 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 extra. Like I got the GED and I got the diploma. Because why not get both? Got to go all the way. What school did you go to? Were you like that? You walked out on the field on, not the online school. Because so I went to school in Awatuki. Okay, my two years that I did high school. All by two years. Mountain Point. Yeah. Where'd you go? Mountain Point. Mountain Point. Yeah. Yeah. I used to date a girl who went to Mountain Point. Oh, I'm sorry. She went to Evit. Did you know anybody who went to Evit at Mm-mm. the time? Do you, you heard of Evit though? Mm-mm. East Valley Institute of Technology. Like kids. Oh. Would, kids would go there like for their electives. No. That's where I went to, to school for radio broadcasting. Where it's in, in Mesa. It's on Maine and uh, Alm School. Okay. Mesa. So. You know. East Valley Children's Theater. I was I, in that. I don't know what that is. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So what's it like being like, uh, you know, listen, there's some great talent in Arizona. I don't want to shit on Arizona, but you're kind of like the only like super fucking lit person from Phoenix right now. Thank you. It's so crazy. Like I feel, first of all, I feel kind of like isolated and like almost like I have to prove myself because people don't know nothing about Phoenix. Right. And they don't know anything about Arizona, so everyone just assumes like everybody's white, everybody's Trump supporters. Which there is a lot of that. There's a lot There's of a, there is a lot of that. Also, Arizona went Biden the last election <laughs> somehow. Yeah, um, but you know, there's also a lot of us. So it's, yeah, it's a very like wild place because like it is where everyone goes to retire. There is a lot of old white folks, but it's also like where it goes down mm-hmm. everyone's strapped the fucking cartels running shit mm-hmm. it's a crazy place yeah there's gangs there's hey man, it's a fucking arizona's a wild place for yep. sure it's just it's kind of like florida like florida's a fucked up place <laughs> but it's also a place rich people go to die no it's literally the desert version of florida it is the desert version of florida yeah for sure do you feel like mexico or uh la is lacking a Filiberto style option of food that's oh open God. 24 hours a day. That is so funny you said that because that was like, when I went to Arizona, that was like one of the first places I wanted to go. I just feel like, how are we in LA and I can't get a burrito at any time of the night? I mean, like you're, you if you're in Arizona, you can go to Phillies at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> you can go at 3 a.m. You can go at, out here. The taco trucks close at two. Like, I don't know where else you're supposed to fucking go to get food except McDonald's. And we're in L.A., the I'm city not, that's not supposed to sleep? Yeah, I'm not trying to get McDonald's either. Terrible 24-hour uh, food options in Los Angeles. We can go to Christine's mom's house. Christine's mom's <laughs> house in the valley, in the 818. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, you know, Philly's is not the greatest Mexican food, but it's there. It's there. It's, it's dependable. You know you can go get a California burrito any time of the night. After the club, you might be shit-faced. Go to Philly's. Or Roberto's or Romero's or Julio Berto's or any type of Berto. <laughs> It's a lot of Bertos out there. There is. Uh, so how did you initially like, okay, you're 16 years old, you decided to move to LA. Were you already kind of like garnering up like a buzz or did you just come out here like, I'm going to fuck it. I'm going to just leave home and go chase this shit. So it started off with my mom putting me in. Uh, I mean, first of all, I was singing, dancing, acting my whole life. Just okay. like East Valley Children's Theater right. and like Valley Youth Theater and doing musical theater, doing pageants, all the shit. Like okay. my mom really sacrificed a lot right. for me to, and my stepdad really sacrificed a lot for me to do that. So really grateful for that. So I started with that since I was like three years old. Okay. And then was put in by my mom a competition, a singing competition online. Okay. Through Kids Bop. Oh. They were doing like a separate thing called Kid Star USA. Okay. Shout out to the Kids Bop albums. Shout out Kids Bop. Um, so they were doing that. 
I ended up winning the competition. My mom didn't tell me until I was in like top five that I was even in the competition. <laughs> right. She's so, like, I submitted you. You had no idea. <laughs> exactly. By the way, you're top five. You might, you might, your life might change. You might, exactly. Yeah. Um, and the prize was to win a record deal. Okay. Um, and so I was, I think I was, a, yeah, I was a freshman by the time I had won. And they came to my school and did this whole like assembly thing. Wow. It was like really extra as fuck, but it was so cool. Um, so that, then I went to New York and signed with my first record deal. And then that's when I started kind of going back and forth between Phoenix and LA okay. a lot. And then there was times where I was like living in LA pretty much for like a month and then I would go back home and just like come on my own. Right. Um, and then I was officially here when I was 16 and then I got dropped when I was 17. From the Kids Bop label. The first label. Well, I was touring with Kids Bop for a little bit. Okay, okay. What's that? Wait, 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 wait. What's a tour with Kids Bop? Who's, who's? It goes off. It's crazy. Is it just a bunch of people, like a bunch of children on stage singing like in the club? Yeah, like five kids just like Go singing. It's your birthday. Yeah, we're going to party like it's your birthday. And you're on stage doing all the renditions? Dancing. What's the most ridiculous? What was the most inappropriate kids bop song? Because some of the songs Mm. you're like, how did did that make it to a kids bop compilation? I think um, one of the ones that we perform, well, okay. We performed, what's that Macklemore song where he's talking about? Uh, being in the same thrift, love thrift, oh thrift shop thrift is shop. that what it's called thrift shop okay. I'm like he's talking about being in a thrift shop thrift shop we did that one and it's like you know there's a lot of like rapping in it right. so we had to change a lot of words because right. they were not appropriate for kids right. so that was interesting the things that we changed it to were really funny and then um, Locked Out of Heaven that was also a really funny Bruno one. Mars yeah yeah Bruno Mars if you listen to his lyrics sometimes you're like oh yeah it's almost like when you listen to the weekend shit like you really listen and you're like Oh, the weekend might have a drug problem. <laughs> yeah, I love that though. The weekend's my favorite, probably my favorite. Like, I mean, I, I just love. I don't know if I listen to anyone more than the weekend. I love the weekend. He's amazing. Yeah. I, did you see him at uh, SoFi? No, but she did. It was fucking fire. Really? I went the night before he didn't perform because he, w- you know, he came out on stage and like apologized to everybody because his voice wasn't, you know, oh, no. which I actually liked. Because most people would have just pushed through, but he was like, nah, I got to do this the right way. We're in LA, but he's amazing. Damn. Wait, so did he come and like he spin redo the, it? Yeah, he redid it. Like a few, I think it was like a oh. month and a half or two later. And then it's on yeah. HBO now. I just watched it tripping on shrooms. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Should I do that? You want to eat shrooms right now? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I think Christine would advise, advise against Okay, it. I just got to ask because um, we do have them. We have the raw, we have the gummies. You just we let will, me know. Me and uh, Ray Shrimmer were shrooming hard during our interview. Really? <laughs> yes. Like things are getting real realistic. Yes. You enjoy uh, psilocybin? I really enjoy it. And I don't do nothing. I don't drink. Good. I don't smoke weed. I don't do nothing. But you'll, you'll partake in, you I just know, said nothing but, but mushrooms. Shrooms, shrooms are yeah. great. They're amazing. Yeah. They're literally like medicine. I have people who, uh, like a couple of my friends, they'll microdose before they work out because it gives them like a little more focus, a little more energy. And like a little lift. Yeah. Uh, I have get you, that. Have you ever done DMT? No. I want to try it. I'm scared. I don't, I don't think I would do it. Why not? Because I'm bipolar as fuck. It might get like, rid of that. I'm not. 
Well, the mushrooms do that for me. I'm good. I'm good with that. Right. Maybe, maybe one day. Or ayahuasca, like Aaron Rodgers. I do want to do ayahuasca, though. I actually do. I heard that'll change it. That's like 30 years I of therapy. I watched Chelsea Handler do it on her show. How was that? It was so interesting. Like, she was like crying at the end and shit. Talking I have about, a friend like, who changed their whole life. Her sister yeah. and like, it just changes everything. I mean, mushrooms did that for me, too, the first time I... How much did you eat, mushrooms. though? Did you eat a lot? Well, I... We made it in tea. Oh, so, so like, that's so you when you it was drink, good because it was like I could just yeah. slowly get into it and take more and more, and I didn't know what to expect. That's which how I loved. Belly's like that. Belly only likes it in tea. Mm. He's like big shroom guy, but he drinks it. I don't know if I could yeah. drink it. There's like no escaping if you drink it. I feel like you actually can. Well, from what I was told, mm. but like if you go to, I went to Amsterdam, and they. Like it's so different there because they it's I mean, like they it's sell like drugs. yeah it's just how it is it's like a dispensary but it's like, like New York City like now different have you been to New York recently you just go to the liquor store like a, a literally the corner store in New York City they got shrooms right behind the counter Shut it's up. fucking cr- in New York City you could buy a blunt an eighth and some mushrooms all at the bodega now well we'll be there New York <laughs> is why it's the wild <laughs> the wild west right now <laughs> so. you'll see. Just anywhere oh, where they good. got like a smoke shop, just walk in. They right behind the counter. It's, wow, it's on display. That's good. You got there. Yeah. yeah, in Amsterdam they said that. I love it because they like actually educate you on right. some shit, and like they'll give you like a slip and like tell you exactly how to do it. But they were saying if you start to feel too high or you're like not feeling good, just drink juice. Oh. As soon as you eat something with like a high amount of sugar in it, it will start bringing down your high. I'd rather eat too much shrooms than eat too much weed. Because eating too much weed right. is terrible. It's the worst shit ever. You've ever had a, like a, too, like a bad edible experience? It's the worst. I've never had that, but I've, I've literally... <laughs> I can't even do CBD. That's how bad it is. Well, I don't think CBD is a thing. I think it's like, you know, one of those things where like mentally you think it's supposed to help you out, but it's like... It's a placebo effect. It's like you got a CBD... Massage. My wife got a CBD right. massage in Palm Springs this weekend. So what do you think that is? What, they, what the fuck are they going to do? They're going to rub CBD on you? Here's a blunt. Smoke it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not good for so me. So you get paranoid? No, I had like a full-on episode. Oh. Like it was bad. So you're out on the 420 on the THC. It's not for you. No. That's good. None of that. I'll, I'll celebrate with mushrooms. Shrooms are amazing. Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of tattoos. Yeah, I do. Can we explain a few of the more notable ones that you would feel like, uh, you know, because you got, you got a lot. Mm. And they're very like, <laughs> there's Mother Father. There looks to be a church there. Mm-hmm. Is that a, a hookah or is that a genie lamp? <laughs> no, it's actually an old perfume. Okay, oh. it's a perfume bottle. Yeah, but I like that people are like questioning a jelly, it. A jellyfish? A jellyfish is my favorite animal. This is, there's a type of jellyfish. I think it's called the eternal jellyfish. Why do you uh, love them so much? Because it's the only animal. I mean, they're just cool. Like, they don't have brains and they're living. Like, right. they're literally just, like, floating around, but they're alive. And, like, they're not really conscious. Like, it's... I, I just saw know, one crazy, for the first it's time. It's a crazy thought. Yeah. But this eternal jellyfish, li- it can live forever. It's the only animal that lives forever. Oh, shit. So once it's, like, it... I think it's something, like, if... if um, if it gets like feels a threat or something happening, it just starts its life cycle all the way over and goes back to being a polyp, and then we'll start. That's wild. And re- isn't that crazy? Have you ever been to Rocky Point? No. I was in Rocky Point last summer, and I was surrounded by jellyfish, and I cried like a bitch. 
I was afraid. I was like, my fucking, I'm gonna have to get pissed on. Did I'm you get, get stung? I didn't. I was afraid. I was like, you someone's were crying like a bitch, and you didn't. Even they were everywhere. I just all of a sudden I looked around and I was like, is that a plastic? Bag? Oh shit! It's a fucking. It's like seven jellyfish. Oh, I wasn't actually wow. crying, but I really was like, I'm done. I started yeah. panicking. I feel, I know that feeling though. I was in Australia one time. I was like, some dude's gonna have to pee on me. Like, <laughs> I don't even know I the guy. Would have liked that a little bit. Though. No, 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 no. Okay. No, my, yeah, I'm okay. You never know. Shout out to R. Kelly, but I'll pass. You can't knock it till you try. Hard pass. Hard pass <laughs> on the stranger pee. Um, okay, so what else do we have here? What is the fruit on your shoulder? Is that a fruit? This thing right here, right here. This? Yeah. Oh, this is um. Uh, Salvador Dali. He has a not a fruit. Thing. Oh, Bali. No, it's, a, it's an egg, actually. So he has a. Uh, he actually has a, a art museum in uh, Saint Petersburg, Florida, where I used to live. Really. The Bali Museum is there. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an egg with a flower coming out of it. Out of the yeah, you got some vibes. What is? Oh, well, who's Nancy? That's my grandma. Shout out to grandma. Yeah, shout out. Got to pay grandma. homage to Grams. Got yeah. Do you like to play craps? Is that why you have dice? No. I have dice because I've been rolling a dice since 97. It's a fixed die. I like that. Are you, were were you born in 87? Mm-hmm. Wow. When oh. were you born? 87. Yeah. I got a decade. I remember 97. Do you Do you really? <laughs> For sure. What is what is like the most vivid memory you have from 97? Uh, walking around Christown Mall without my parents. Do you ever been to your Chris- parents? What happened? Because I was a bad kid who would like, my all my friends are older. So I'd be like 10 years old running around on the red line in Phoenix, fucking going to Metro Center and the Christown Mall, watching my friends steal stuff. Oh, my God. Yeah. Valley Metro. Good place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for you, uh, it's been a long time since you put out music. Mm-hmm. Pre-pandemic even. Yeah. What's been going on? Um, I've just honestly... <laughs> God, I've been writing okay. this whole time. Album's ready to come out now. I think there's just been a lot of uh, obstacles okay. that have come up that I've had to kind of maneuver around to make it to this point. So I'm just, I've just been trying to like personal stuff, business stuff, both, both, both. Yeah. and a lot of times they are both. Yeah, know? they can be both. I'm an artist, so yeah. like my work is me Mm -hmm. so everything i take everything really personally which is also like kind of bad i need to work on like separating it a little bit more but um but yeah everything is like super personal to me so pretty much everything that has to do with work is like so the album is called grudges correct yeah why grudges i i hold a grudge very easily it's hard for me to you're from the south side i get it yeah it's really it's really hard for me to just be like okay because also like loyalty is everything to me so like if i'm and i'm i really try to be like the best friend that i can to people and mm-hmm. just like a good person so if i'm being what i think is an amazing friend to you and you think i'm gonna be an amazing friend to you and you're like just fucking living in it and then you do something to fuck me over Hmm. It just shows me what kind of person you are because I don't I don't change like coming into no situation. You so know? it's like I'm always gonna be myself. I'm always gonna be open. Have you probably dealt with a lot of that being in LA because the music industry is oh full God. of weirdos? Which is so shitty to say because I feel like a lot of times it's like I wanted to say like oh it just gets a bad rap or like it's no not, it's, it's just not truth. really like that. It's but probably it's a little worse. Truth, it is the truth. Most people who are like your associates or friends here are only 
that as long as they see the benefit, benefit. coming down the pipeline or it's like, trust me, I know. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. 100%. Everybody's kind of out for themselves. But I have met a few. A few, few real ones. A few real ones for sure. That's For good. sure. A few grounded people. Is your 18-year-old best friend from Phoenix who you moved out here with still around? Mm-hmm. She's not here, but she's going to move back. Oh, what's she doing? She actually moved to South Mountain, too, <laughs> which she didn't live there. So she moved to her South Phoenix. Life. She moved to South Phoenix. Voluntarily. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her mom lives there, so she like went over So she's there. coming back. But she likes it because like, she hikes every day. And you know, it's different over there. Now, it's hot. So she's it's hot. Like, it's really hot. Yeah. Remember that heat wave? Bruh. It felt like Phoenix for like two months. People don't understand the heat of Phoenix. Yeah, you'll get in the car and get a third degree burn on, from your fucking seatbelt. Literally, literally, yeah. it's so crazy. Like when I, I can't. When I go back, I just I'm so spoiled here now. As a kid, are you like listening to MC Magic and MB Riders? No. Or, or you know who they are though? Like you know who MC Magic is as a kid? I mean, it's more like you know the Latin side of things. But you weren't an MC Magic fan. Just your friend over there from the eight one eight. Yeah, she's yeah. <laughs> That's like all she listened to. That's all she's like all I listened there. to was Little Rob, <laughs> Amanda Perez, and, and NB Riders. <laughs> no, but it's because my so the the way that I the only way I know my culture and have been informed is from my surroundings growing mm-hmm. up. My grandpa was deported when before my mom was born so i never got to know the mexican side of my family we're like finding them on dna ancestry which is so crazy cool. like getting in contact with like cousins and uncles and shit right. it's wild so i'm trying to find her dad because we don't even know like mm. where he is or like we're guessing who he is right right um but yeah it's been like a whole so process. you're mexican and what black okay what? yeah so you like the, the whole mexican vibe going on in phoenix just kind of passed you like there was like the lowrider shows that were crazy and like yeah what yes did you ever go to the swap meet like on like 40th street in, yes. uh, in washington yeah that's where i got my name i was there selling mixtapes and dvds and Aww. fake purses and fake jordans yes I almost got arrested like 11 times i've been banned from the swap meet by the airport like at least 10 times they told me to never come back so i would just book my spot in, under a different name every time and then I'd pay the guys yes. to like let me know when the security was walking around and I'd just walk off. How old were you? <laughs> 16, 17, 18. I had like a newborn kid when I was 18. You're so. like, I'm still doing it today. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. But I still do get random WhatsApp messages from like Chinese ladies who have shit for sale. Mm. So they'll send me like a link and be like, new product available. <laughs> and I'll be wow. like, damn, they're bootlegging iPods and, and uh, not iPods, the... Uh, AirPod, like the AirPods, the, you know those three hundred dollar oh, big heavy duty. Yeah, you can get those counterfeit, and they're supposed to sound the same. Wow, mm. you can get anything counterfeit. Mac makeup, that was a vibe for a little bit, slanging that Mac. You know what I'm saying? Did you know where that was coming from? <laughs> China? Yeah, I was literally, I would like, I would literally get on like MSN Messenger with like a little Chinese lady on webcam, mm-hmm. and she would show me shit. And she'd be like, wow. And then send it to you. I'd be like, show me the Larry Fitzgerald jersey. Let me see the back. Wow. Let me get 50 of those. That's crazy. That's a great swap meet. Great place. Um, Okay. So why is there, so you got all your affairs in order. All the, all the stuff you went through is finally kind of settled. And now we have the album. Yes. Oh yeah. So what I was going to say was 
The album also had a different name before. Okay. It was called Closure. And then as we added more songs and I did more sessions and I was going through more shit in my life, it just didn't feel like I had closure on nothing. Like it felt like, oh, okay, I'm just like literally talking shit. <laughs> and I am, shit. I'm talking yeah. about all the shit that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And there's no answer to none of the things that I'm putting out there. So it's grudges and not closure. So the new song with LMA, it seemed, did someone play you? Is that what happened? I mean, people always play. We just talked about this. We just talked about how LA. I'm saying, were you like in it? Because, because first of all, I, I I love the song because it's definitely like a relatable song. Because a lot of people try to act like they're not jealous people, but you know, you know, like you're like, yo, drop all your bitch or don't drop all your bitches, but drop all but your drop bi- all the bitches. Yeah. yeah, is that something you actually went through? Yeah. So I've had that feeling. So I. <laughs> The thing about me is like I'm one of those people that says I'm not a jealous person. Where every by the way, every woman ever is that. No, no, no. But no, they're but all. I'm not Christine. jealous. Who the fuck is this bitch like in your photos? No, you can ask Christine. That's my best friend and my manager. She's literally with me every single day because she has to be. But you would choose. Um, but <laughs> literally, I'm not jealous. The only thing that I'm I get jealous about, which is so valid, okay, is Instagram. Which is okay, liking other people's photos, like okay. other bitches. What like, kind of photos? I'm just asking. I just have to ask. Like, okay, if it's like a girl who's like bent over and says Lincoln bio. And yeah, like, for sure, I'd be pissed. It's a problem. But it's like, like girls that like you don't even know, like you don't even be knowing them, and they're like. You know, I, I love a girl in the bikini pic. I have a bikini pic. We all do it. It's great. Right. But if my partner is liking that person's pictures, you don't even know her, first of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, she's not looking out for you. Right. She doesn't give a fuck if you're liking her pictures. So that's that's the line in the sand for you. Yes. It's just like, why? Because I'm okay with like you looking at the picture, enjoying it, and then scrolling. Like right. I know we all are. We but like, don't double tap. Don't double tap. Why? Why right. do you have to go the extra mile? Because you want attention. Mm. So what do you want the attention yeah, for? Yeah, what do you want the, What do you want that person what to see you that you for? like them? Yeah. Mm. That's where my issue is. What if they're just following the person? Is that a problem? No. Hmm. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I understand that we're attracted to people. Right. Like, it's do you follow? Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the female equation or uh, equivalent is to, you know, guys will follow IG thoughts, Right. Are there dude versions of that that I'm just not hip to? Like, are there guys with like 12, like 12 packs? I don't even think that's real. That'd be definitely surgical if that's a thing. I'm like, sure there is, but I don't want to see it. Yeah. I'd be following the Instagram girls because their women are just so much more beautiful. I agree. So you'll follow the IG women as well? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, okay. Well, don't just be tapping. Don't, don't double tap. Don't do it. Like, just don't do it. I'm Why? Like, Especially because it's like for nothing. Right. You're not. You're not gonna get that attention you're seeking. You're hoping that you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you look crazy because if like one of your mutual friends is like, yo, sees that they're liking their shit. Yo, your man is over here double tapping Rosa Acosta's fucking ass pics. Exactly. Over here, you know? And my worst fear, like, I hate other people knowing things about me that I don't know. And that's like the worst part. You don't want to like, feel. You don't want to feel like you're getting like. Yeah. No, I hear you. I don't want to look like an idiot. Right. You know, like I don't want other people knowing shit before me. That was like the most. That was the worst part about being cheated on. The one time I was cheated on, mm-hmm. I was like, the most fucked up part was that everyone knew except, except for me. Except you. So it was like they were they, like the friends knew. 
Because it's, I feel like it's like a, yeah. probably a different situation if like your man is on vacation in Miami and he hooks up with a stranger he's never going to see again. Sure, you should hate that and yeah. you should leave him for that. But yeah. it's not like if like this, it's like a thing, a known thing. Yeah. And everyone's lying to your face and like, you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just boo-boo the fool at this point. Yeah, no, it was like, it was so bad. Like my, Like this guy and his best friend had a threesome basically with this girl that's kind of that's how i got cheated on and then the, his friend that he did it with asked me to pick him up from the airport before i knew hmm. um yeah yeah i don't know man yeah trash i don't know if i you know could participate in such activities would you if your I'm not sure partner I could, cheated on you right would it hurt you more if they did it because they loved the person or if they did it because it was just like a one night thing? Because they loved the person. That would hurt more? I think so. Yeah. Huh. Huh. What about you? No, that wouldn't hurt more. Because Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 